Invention brings you the case of the dead adventurous with Mark Hall and Christian Peterson in the new adventures of Sherlock Holmes. And now back to tonight's new Sherlock Holmes adventure. The great detective and his old friend Dr. Watson are in the south of France where they have become involved in a strange case connected with a famous adventuress, Yvette Covey. Holmes, having failed in his preliminary investigations, has decided to pay a call on the lady alone and after midnight, but in doing so he has landed himself in serious trouble for he has found Madame Covey murdered and himself arrested for the crime. As we rejoin our story, the Prefect of Police is conducting an official trial. Monsieur Holmes, we have heard your evidence as to how you entered the villa and found the body of Madame Covey. You realize, of course, that your story is entirely uncorroborated. Yes, I do, Monsieur Le Prefect. You stated that you found Monsieur Le Duc Boncoeur Lying in the hallway, unconscious as you entered the house. Yes, Monsieur le Prefect. Is the Duke de Boncourt present? Oui, Monsieur le Prefect. What is your story regarding last night's tragedy? I had taken you back to the ballet. We came back around 11.30. The servants were in bed, but they had left a snack for us, cold fowl and a bottle of champagne. Just before midnight, we decided to have a little champagne, and so I started off to the cellar. As I came into the hallway, I suddenly received a violent blow on the head, and I don't remember any more until the police revived me. I see. Thank you, Monsieur Le Duc. Is the Honorable Reginald Shipton here? Yes, Monsieur Le Prefect. What were you doing at Madame Corvey's villa last night, Monsieur? It has already been testified that she you had received your necklace back. Uh, uh, I came over trying to persuade her to change her mind, to overthrow Duke Le Boncourt and to marry me. When I came into the house, the door was open. I walked in and found the party of had murdered. I see. Thank you, Monsieur. Inspector Sorel, I cannot help but feel that you have produced a very inconclusive case against Monsieur Sherlock Holmes. It seems to me that both the Duke de Boncourt and the Honorable Reginald Shipton had equal opportunities and greater motive to murder Madame Corvey than he did. Monsieur le Préfet, qu'habitait moi? But that's ridiculous! I love the event! I'd have never... Quiet! I did not say that you gentlemen did it. I'm saying that you both had the opportunity. Monsieur le Préfet. As I am under arrest, may I have the privilege of proving myself innocent? Monsieur témoin, Monsieur, if you can. I think the identity of the murderer will be obvious when we have found the jewels stolen from Madame Corby's safe. Now, the three people present at or about the time of the lady's murder were searched. Myself, the Duke, and Mr. Shipton here. Am I right, Miss Inspector Chardin? Yes, Monsieur. And the jewels were not found. So what does that prove? One other person that had motive for killing Madame Corvey was not searched. Yourself, Inspector. 
This is outrageous. Are you accusing me? Monsieur Holmes, do you realize the significance of what you are implying? I do, Monsieur le Prefect. Very well. Then proceed. Monsieur Chardin, you stated that the beach gate was bolted. How did you find that out? By trying it. From inside or outside? From outside, of course. I don't believe you. I think that when Dr. Watson telephoned your office, you suspected where I might be going. You hurried ahead of the gendarme and reached the villa several minutes before I did. You found the beach gate was open. You saw Madame Corvey putting her jewels away. As Monsieur Le Duc de Broncourt started to leave the room to go to the cellar, you slipped through the windows, signaled to Madame Corvey, who was your confederate, to be silent, followed the Duke into the hall, and struck him from behind. Then you went back into the library, killed Madame Corvey, and pocketed the jewels. You started to leave the front way and saw me approaching. Seeing a chance to implicate me, you left the door ajar and ran out the beachway, bolting the door behind you, and waited for your reinforcements. You have convicted yourself. If you came to the villa after I was there, how could you have known what my movements were? I admit that this part of my case is only supposition. But Monsieur Holmes, that is not evidence. Of course it is not. Now, I'll come to my facts. Dr. Watson, I wonder if you'd mind stepping forward? I'm very glad to, in fact. I've been wondering why you haven't asked me to before, Holmes. Would you please tell Monsieur Le Prefect exactly what you did last night after I was brought here? With pleasure. Monsieur Le Prefect, my older friend, Mr. Holmes, told me to shadow Inspector Charel as soon as he left the Sûreté last night. And that's what I did. He walked to the waterfront and entered a small car. I watched through the window and saw him give a package to a rough-looking sailor, and a few minutes later, he left. Holmes had told me what to expect. So I followed the sailor. He went to the wharf. I was behind him with a revolver in my pocket. As he started to get into a fishing boat, I captured him. And also these. You'll find, Monsieur Le Prefect, that those are the missing jewels. That is a lie. He's trying to save his friend. Oh, no, I'm not. The fisherman is waiting outside the room now. Have him brought in. And Rivan here had done nothing. What Monsieur Cher pays him to do? And now he's brought into the city like a criminal. Henri Borel, what are the jewels, the ones that you were given by Monsieur Charel last night? Oui, Monsieur Le Perfect, but you must not blame me. I only do what I am told to do, to sail with them to Corsia and to give them Monsieur Charel's brother, just as I have done a hundred times before. He lies. I have never seen him in my life. A lie? Henri Bastille Borel, born in your own hometown of Achaccio? That I have known you since you were a boy? Sacre nom de chair, monsieur. What game do you play? Monsieur le Prefect, the dagger on the table in front of you. May I show it to this man? Of course. Henri Borel, have you ever seen this dagger before? Mazui, of course I've seen it. My brother made it. He's the finest sword maker in Satio. He made it from a... Look out! Jurel! He's drawing his revolver! Stop him! Well, Holmes, Jarrell solved it for you very simply by committing suicide. Oh no, Watson. It was already solved, thanks to your very excellent sleuthing. <laughs> I didn't do anything much, Holmes. Just what you told me to. By the way, I still won't, don't understand Jarrell's motive for murdering Madame Corvey. It was a combination of motives. Jealousy at her announcing her engagement to the Duke, 
and her anger at realizing that she had replaced the jewels in Lord Shipton's heirloom without telling him. Henri Bilirel made it very clear tonight that they had been in partnership with smugglers for years. One of our most unusual cases. <laughs> you know, Holmes, for a while I was afraid you were going to end up in the guillotine. Did you really, old fellow? By the way, there was a certain poetic justice about that case. In what way? Did you notice that Cheryl's dagger has an inscription on the blade? Yes, but I couldn't translate it. It said, Chez la mière ferita sia mortale. And what does that mean, Holmes? Let my wound be mortal. Tonight's Sherlock Holmes Adventure is written by Dennis Green and Bruce Taylor and is based on an incident in the Sir Arthur Conan Doyle story, The Adventures of the Illustrious Client. Today's broadcast is brought to you with the voices of Mark Hall as Sherlock Holmes, Christian Peterson as Dr. Watson and Duke de la Vancon, Mitch Alderson as Inspector Sherrill and Henry Boreal, Austin Dubsky as Honorable Reginald Shipton, Caleb Peterson as Yvette Corvey and Prefect of the Police, and Bethany Lover as the Foreman. Vention Productions, Phoenix, Arizona, invites you to tune in again next week. Same time, same station. We hope you enjoy us again. Later.